0: Your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Oh my god, what's gonna happen? Breaking down the week's news and rumors. The Spanish announce table. Timeless song. It's That's great. why I like it. Yeah. I just, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. It's it a good one. It pumps me up for this yes, show. Yes. What is this show? Spanish Announce Table. The Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network with T Mac. Yes. That is They're, me. The very eloquent T Mac. Yeah, there
1: you go. That's all you get from me tonight. <laughs> just a yes.
0: And I am the deviant one. Mm hmm. Captain Awesome. As far as you know. Uh, as far as. As far as a lot of people know, sir, <laughs> I'll have you know, there's a, I, there might be a 2016 run. Okay. Okay? All right. All right? I'll be behind that. So let's just... Yeah, well, yes, you will. <laughs> it's going to be Captain Awesome and Mag 2016. You like that? Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, we'll see. So uh, wrestling is what we're here to talk about.
1: Pro wrestling.
0: Professional wrestling. WWE, TNA, NXT, ROH if it comes up.
1: Yeah. Probably not, You know what? ROH had that good run with uh, Scum. You remember? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had pretty good. It was like a NWO hostile takeover thing. (sighs) That caught my attention other than that. Austin Aries caught my attention. In yeah, age. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, that guy's really good. Right. And then I was kind of like, eh, everybody else, eh. yeah, you yeah. know. I
0: caught it after mm. I, Samoa Joe. I caught it after you know all those people that were. So did I. Yeah, I never yeah.
1: caught it when I, I guess it Punk. was in the
0: heyday. Yeah. yeah, AJ Styles. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sucks. It. I mean, it's kind of like the Yankees, man. You you got some somebody good. Can't afford to pay them. They go up to the big boys.
1: And right. Like, yeah. yeah. Been. ROH, are they're the royals of uh yeah. pro, pro wrestling. As they, soon as they're good, they no. go to the... Yeah, they no, go the royals to, are going to win it, man. Yeah, sure <laughs> they are.
0: So news. Big news. Okay. The big news story of the week. One Olympic gold medalist, American hero, Kurt Angle, fourth DUI.
1: You know, that's sad because he's such a talented wrestler and he's so good, you know in and out the in and out of the ring as far as you know he does a lot to help the the professional wrestling you know he's helping younger talent i mean he lets anyone beat him almost uh he does really good things for pro wrestling to just he has an addiction. He obviously has a problem. He's seeking help for it, we hope. He says he is, but you can never, you know, everyone always says they're seeking help or they apologize. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's hope that he really is because he's definitely a valuable asset to the guys that are coming up and then, you know, for the fans because he could put on a five star match well, I mean, any day of the week.
0: And your retirement payday is going to be affected here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're going to have to have a final run here eventually. Mm-hmm. And cash in, get your DVD, mm-hmm. get your Hall of Fame stuff going on. And you know you're you're decreasing your chances. You're going back to the WWE for that, which is where the big money is going to be, which is what I mean. That's what you do now. You go get a legends contract in WWE. They put you in the Hall of Fame. They make a, a DVD. You maybe have one last match, and you collect off the royalty check for that until you're done. Um, but it does say. I mean, did say uh, TNA president Dixie Carter posted a new tweet on Monday. And says today Kurt Angle entered a rehab facility as a cherished member of the TNA family. We support his decision and wish him strength through this difficult, important recovery process. Now that said, I don't know what kind of rehab he's in. I don't know if he's in full-on inpatient stay there, or if he can come out because you know they only tape every other week, right? So they could, you know, I mean, they could still have him sticking around, kind of, and not as
1: a focal point of
0: anything. I think if they wanted to, but I, do I, they? Are you? Would you if you're TNA?
1: Well, here's the thing if I'm TNA, if it's as serious as what I kinda think as far as a fourth DUI and what is that, five years? Is it six six? Yeah. You know, forget the storyline. Honestly. You know, you guys already suck as it is. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah,
0: yeah. Main event mafia. Main like event
1: mafia is going flat. To it's yeah. It's yeah. flat. It's boring. They got enough members to where Magnus can take up for that talking point for Kurt and what he's doing. Get some get him some real help. if you're serious about helping someone, and let's be honest, you're not gonna ride him to the to the promised land and overtake WWE. Let him get help. You yeah. know, keep oh, him I there. With I, I'm okay with him not being on TV for two months, six months, what it takes.
0: If it can make him come back, just alone for my own television viewing enjoyment. If for when he comes back, you set up a video package, you do it right. You come back, you know, you make the the hard luck story gone around. And he right. comes back as a, as a hero. You know, and he can say to that like. If I can work through my demons, anybody can. I mean, at least something like that.
1: Yeah, well, and and you know, if you let them get real help, at least that's one less story that we have to hear of another pro wrestler going up in flames. Yes, you know, exactly. that would help.
0: Figuratively, they could do the industry a solid, right? And have a success story come out of yeah, all of this. So
1: let's hope that that's the case. Uh, so, uh, Big Show, Paul White, mm-hmm. you know the guy. Former Wichita seven, State uh, basketball player. Yeah, I think so? Really? I'm pretty sure. Really? That's either him or Kevin Nash. One of those guys. I
0: know. Well, I know Nash played basketball, but and I know figured Joe would have, but I didn't right. realize. one think it was one Wichita of them was State. For Wichita State, huh? Yeah,
1: one of them was. I have to look that up. We're in
0: Kansas City for anybody listening around the world. The millions and, and millions. millions. Make no mistake about the and. <laughs> all right, there's multiple millions listening to this show. Uh, big Show had another checkup on. Uh oh! I didn't write down the day. How silly of me! <laughs> yeah. He had another checkup recently for his injured knee that has kept him off of air for a while. Uh, and he was finally cleared for return to in-ring action. Good, uh, yeah, good. Now he was available for last night's RAW, but they had already rewritten the show several times per reports of the PW Insider, and they said it was kind of too late to get him on. So it was possible for SmackDown tapings, which were tonight, Tuesday night.
1: Well, good, you know, give SmackDown Diet Raw, as I like to call him, a little pop, you know? Yeah. Have someone come back to that show.
0: And let's be honest, you're not going to bring Big Show in for anything SummerSlam worthy that's like main event part of Yeah, so he's not going
1: to go in and, you know, choke slam Daniel Bryan or anything. Right. So. so this
0: does not need to be on Raw. Right. It's to be on SmackDown. In yeah, fact, it can fine. be your SmackDown recap
1: mm-hmm.
0: on Raw because you're going to give us that. You're going to we're you have to. You get recaps of everything you just saw. Yeah, or just everything like. Oh, in case you didn't watch or don't like SmackDown, too bad. You get Here's here what happened. All right. Uh, Monday's edition of WWE Raw scored a final 2.96 or 3.0 cable rating, up from the final number for last week's tape show. And it averaged 4.178 million viewers, up 11% from last week. So that's good.
1: Yeah, you know, it's definitely good. I think people are getting behind a lot of the storylines, like the Daniel Bryan, John Cena... Wyatt Family, S.H.I.E.L.D., those kind of things, I think they're starting to get behind it a little bit more. I, I think so, too. Now, for cable television on Monday night, Raw
0: ranked number two, trailing only VH1's Love & Hip Hop Atlanta.
1: Are you serious? I'm
0: serious. No. Now, Raw did rank number one in its key mail demos.
1: Right, but they're going God for. bless America. We lost uh, out to Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, I lived not, in Atlanta.
0: Not Love & Hip Hop New Jersey. Not yeah. loving Hip Hop. Know, ATL's LA. got it going on, man. I live there. I know what it's like. I spent a couple nights in ATL at the a Marriott Marquis, and a guy outside uh, tried to yeah, – I could tell he's a hustler. He's a pimp. He was trying to tell me where all the uh, the gentlemen's clubs were around the area. Uh-huh. And then I was like, hey, no, thanks, man. I'm just going down here to buy some smokes. I was going to get some beer and some smokes. And uh, he was like, well, hey, man, listen, if you can do something to help not the homeless but the helpless – and this guy had a three-piece suit on Mm -hmm. with like a pimp hat with a feather and I was like... Oh, I don't have any cash, man. Like, are you kidding me? At least have the decency to look like a bum if you're going to come. Like, I don't want to give my
1: money to a successful bum. Nah, he's going to see if he can get that dollar. I
0: want to see the Brooklyn Brawler coming up asking (laughs) for money.
1: I don't want to see Slick.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, Atlanta. That's my only experience with Atlanta. I was down there for a pharmacy conference, go figure. Yeah. Imagine how exciting and rewarding that is. Yeah,
1: that sounds amazing. Let's stop the show and go there. (laughs) So...
0: Speaking of ratings, E's total divas builds in week two with 1.5 million total viewers. And to put that in contrast, Keeping Up With The Kardashians mm-hmm. delivers with 2.8 million total viewers. So they're coming in about half. Coming in on um, your ass. Of the Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Kim- so that's pretty good for your second coming out of the block for a –
1: wrestling has a kind of a
0: – Stigma. stigma to
1: it that people are like, eh. and the second episode was cool. You got to see John uh, John Cena's house a little bit. You got to see his cars. You got to see Daniel Bryan so how I he lives. See the man or the show. Because it's fun. I like I it. Didn't see, because I'm a guy. No, it's fun. You know, no, it no I'm fun. just kidding. You got to see. Uh, you got to see the redhead. What's her name? Eva Marie. Eva believe, Marie. Or Ava yeah. Marie or yeah, Eva Marie. However you say it. You got to see her get Marie. almost fired by Stephanie McMahon. That see, was cool. I did want to catch
0: that. I'm going to go cool? back and watch it. it was I think cool? I, I, the wife tapes it sure the wife yeah the wife right
1: hey it's okay man you she can watch, well, I let me watch tell it you this too. i like it
0: let me tell you this too she loves it when i call her the wife who does it my <laughs> lord she begs me she's like would <laughs> you please call me the don't wife? don't say again. my name say oh, the wife yeah. i don't have a name yeah, yeah please call me the wife <laughs> so <laughs> cm punk needed four stitches after cuts on his chin from last night's brawl with brock lesnar which we will get into
1: I tell you what, Brock Lesnar, he either gets a couple staples in his head or he's delivering out the punishment himself. It mm-hmm. seems like every single time he has one of these outside of the ring brawls, either he's yeah. you know, there's some type of blood that's being Well, drawn. you know, I mean it's
0: probably gotta be hard to come back from where he came from. Yeah. Like UFC. now you gotta pull punches. Mm-hmm. Uh you know what I mean, like he's not used to that and the size of the man, he might not be capable of it. Like well, I mean, even if
1: he's pulling a punch,
0: it might knock an M F or out. Right. Really? Like oh. Yeah.
1: And you know, Punk isn't throwing light punches either. You, you know, he seems like a very volatile man. He can easily, oh, you hit me a little hard, here's a little one for you. And obviously his strength is off the charts. Right. Hits you a little hard, what he thinks is a little hard, and you get four stitches in your mouth. Well. Five across your lip. I want to
0: put you at ease. Okay. I want you to finally relax because I know this has been devastating to you. But despite rumors to the contrary, Pro wrestler Glenn Disco Inferno Gilberti did not pass away on Sunday.
2: Good. There's a rumor
0: going around, and I know you were heartbroken, and you were just I in, was. in tears well, that Disco was
1: dead. Finally. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. I, I. you know what? We're kind of making fun, but it is always good to hear that a wrestler didn't die young. Yes, that is Because God bless America, as I always say. <laughs> it always seems like we get the bad rap of either, one, it's fake, or two... All your guys die before fifty. Yeah. You know? it, it so does at least say, there's one little caveat. It, it does for say us. he is
0: not dead. Gilberti is alive and well and is currently living in Las Vegas. So go figure that Disco Inferno is living right. in Las Vegas. Yeah. Well that's it for this first segment. On the Spanish announce table. I think we're going to uh we're gonna come back from a break. Yeah. We're gonna do a little raw breakdown. Right. What do you think about that? I like it. You like the raw breakdown? Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna do that, and then we're gonna do a SmackDown breakdown after that, and then an Impact like usual. Then we're gonna get into some special stuff for this week's episode. It's gonna be fun. It is gonna be fun. Now, uh, I guess that's it, huh? You yeah. To let's go just to break. Go to break. We're gonna to go to break, and we'll come back, and we'll do a Raw breakdown.
3: Mixed Martial Arts has found a home in Kansas City. Fight Show Live with Ozone and tears Tune in every Sunday night at eight as they cover the cage with news, commentary, calls, and big name interviews. So How good was that? Experts in the business of beatdown. He paused with the left and bing right on the jaw. Fight show live with Ozone and Tima Sunday nights at eight on Sports Radio 102.5 The Fair.
0: You thought that was going somewhere else. I
1: thought you? it was Mick Foley. Yeah, you I know. know. It, it, That's the
0: first thing I thought. When I I loaded it in, I was like, oh, they put the wrong song in here. I forgot it started with that. Right, yeah. yeah. Razor Ramon.
1: The, the reason why in fourth and fifth grade I was throwing toothpicks at people. Yes, toothpicks. <laughs> oh, so great, man. That's what I literally did. I would always just grab them and throw it at people. You know, you get in trouble, but hey. Blame Pro Wrestling.
0: Scott Hall. And these videos were great. hmm He's like Chico. Yeah, the coolest oh, guy. He picked like the orange and the guy's like, Hey, and he's like, What? You got a problem with Razor Ramon taking what he wants? <laughs> I was like, Yes. Oh, that guy was great. Man. <laughs> he was Oh, it was a good character, man. And then they had the pseudo razor, like the fake razor and the fake. Yeah, diesel. fake razor fake and fake diesel. Kane. Kane. Yeah. yeah. How about that? So let's get into Raw. Monday night Raw. Monday night raw.
1: Decent. First segment decent what, right yeah it was a uh, here's the thing here's my number one takeaway from that i thought uh raw did a lot of really good things but green bay if you're listening you sucked green bay sucked the that crowd was, was, a was terrible horrible crowd the crowd they, was terrible they did a lot of really good things and the crowd they were sitting on their hands and yeah. they did not they did not uh, get into it you were, you're part of the show yes and exactly. if you're not part of the show, they could be doing five star moves or having five star matches or cutting the greatest promos ever. And if it's crickets, it doesn't translate. It won't come off as such. And then, what are the chances? Let's say you really like a guy. You don't cheer or pop.
0: They're not going to think he was any good. Right. And you want shows at your place. They're not going to come back if they, all they hear is crickets. Like, and we're not going right. back to Kansas City if they don't cheer. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going
1: back to Green Bay if they don't. I was not yes? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, it was half-assed yeses. I didn't even like that. <sighs> Say yes for shit's sake. <laughs> yeah, for something. Just God. something.
0: No, so Stephanie's in the ring, and she brings out Daniel Bryan for the corporate maker. Well, they show the video package. They showed him eating meat, which was interesting. Yeah. Like, caught that. I don't know why they... I mean, like, why? why is that part of the corporate maker? He's got to bulk up. or something? I don't know. Yeah, because he's, he's a vegan. Staunch vegan,
1: yeah. Um, which good for him. Right. And he kind of he
0: cuts on... Cena, and he talks about Cena's an entertainer, mm-hmm. and Daniel Bryan is a wrestler. Crowd chants, yes, yes, yes. Says Cena hasn't seen the holds he's dragged out of and been the places he's been because he's a wrestler. So He's getting the standard, you know, the indie... Mm-hmm kind of a uh, hype speech the let's prepare for war battle cry the only
1: know? thing is i don't it doesn't work when we know that cena was a lifelong pro wrestling fan right you know it would have worked if he was saying this on brock lesnar right rock. or if he was saying this on well even rock grew up in pro wrestling yeah. you know if he said it about brock lesnar or if he said it about you know let's just make up that uh Fandango isn't a lifelong... Re- Fandango. Yeah. You know, like it, it has to be on someone who's in it for the money. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree we with that. We know that, that
1: John Cena, he, obviously he's in it for the money, but he's he is a wrestling fan. So it kind of fell flat for me on that part. It's like, yeah, what you're saying is kind of cool and kind of edgy, but one, we've heard it, which Cena references later, and two... We know that Cena's a pro wrestling guy. Like yeah, he loves yeah, this yeah. he loves yeah, no, this entertainment.
0: Exactly. Like yeah, and that's what I was saying like I like John Cena. I hate John Cena. Yeah. You know like yeah. it's just Yeah. It's the guy I, I seems the awesome. The guy's I mean, great. He does a lot for the business. Does the make a wish. Is, you know, an admiral. Like I mean he's he's out there a leader uh, in ambassador. the back I mean, yeah. yeah, he's out there and he's awesome. I just hate the character. I can't right. stand it anymore. Well, but Vince McMahon comes out and says that Dan Bryan has to take the final step, and he's basically telling him to shave the beard. Stupid. And he says, "You can have my support, which is substantial, you know." And, and he's like, "I can make sure you win a championship." Kind of alluding maybe to the Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. Red Hart thing. He's like, Cause mm-hmm. I, I can make sure you win a thing." Uh and he tells him, "You know, shave the beard." And he brings out the barber's chair, and then Wade
1: Barrett. That poor guy. He must have. He must have done. He he had. He's had to have done something he, in the back. He grabbed Steffi's ass. Stump, something. Something. Or he got caught looking or something. Or, or you know, he's done something that they covered up in a city that, you know, they're on the road. Because uh-huh. no one loses as many matches embarrassingly as he has. And he got his he got his beard shaved for no reason. No reason. You could have easily just brought in an indie wrestler barber yeah. and done the same thing. Why Wade Barrett? Yeah, I don't know. That was. But so, of course,
0: ADRs, or not ADR, what am I? I'm looking ahead on the schedule here. Uh, Daniel Bryan says, no. All right. No. Yes. No. Right. And he fights Barrett, shaves Barrett's beard, as you mentioned, uh, reveals a shirt underneath his suit and tie that says, the beard is here. I All like us, that. See, and yeah.
1: I thought for me, the segment could have been better if you just said, you know. I'm doing this for now, which I liked, you know, when he was kind of poking at the McMahons. I'm doing this for now, but I want you and Cena to know and then just rip off the thing yeah. and the beard is here. here. Do a yes chant and we're good. Yeah. McMahon, that seemed drawn out. Wade Barrett, for some poor reason, that poor guy keeps on getting shit on for no apparent reason yeah. to us. And and then it was just you know, could have been It was too long. It was it could have been clean, quick, and concise yes. if you'd just done it. The way I want. But right. But that's the reason why I'm sitting here yeah. on the microphone well, the and not writing is, it.
0: The thing is, you had two McMahons in there. Right. So they've got to stretch out. They've got to get their time yeah. on television. Yeah.
1: Well, after that, you have ADR.
0: Uh, and He was taking on RVD. Mm-hmm. Alberto Del Rio. Rob Van Dam. Uh, you know, um, Ricardo sets up a bucket. Ricardo's back. Ricardo Rodriguez. Which was cool. Uh, sets up the bucket in the corner, and RVD counters ADR and sends him headfirst in the bucket, giving RVD the win. So... The fallout from this is Del Rio kicks Ricardo in the face and beats him with the bucket. And those were some stiff, some stiff shots he would yeah, with the bucket.
1: Yeah, You know, I haven't read anything, but to me, that's that either says one, they're going to start a feud starting at SummerSlam, or two, Ricardo's done. You know, he yeah, already got popped. Know, but the was crowd gone.
0: was booing ADR pretty heavily. I right. Mean, I think the
1: crowd likes. Ricardo, so you'd be silly not to use that to help. But you know, he got popped for the the substance abuse. Maybe he didn't do something though. Maybe he didn't do something Uh, as far as the program goes. They said, you know what, you're done. We got to get you off TV, so we're going to beat you up, and then there you go. But you had him off TV, right? But people would always say, "Where is he? Where is he? Where is he?" I don't know. Well, so I – mean, I, I think it's more what I said at first. There's probably going to be a storyline involved. But if he does leave TV and leaves the company, that also makes mm-hmm.
0: sense. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I hope he sticks around, though, because you could use that mm-hmm. little mini feud to really garner some heel heat. For oh, definitely. Dar, which he needs. Um, Cody Rhodes is in the ring with a box that's leaking, uh, which clearly holds the Money in the Bank briefcase. Although I don't know why it would still be leaking. Uh, thing was like yeah. two, two weeks ago yeah. uh, they, so they show the video recap and then Rhodes opens the box the case is all beat up it's leaking it's waterlogged Sandow comes out and a fight ensues Cody throws the contract really kind of went nowhere they've kind of stalled a little bit on the storyline. I think they yeah, they it cashed just, in a little too early on that one scene.
1: Yeah, you know it was I mean? just uh yeah. It, it it just seemed to me that it was like, hey, here we are, don't forget about us. Here's our segment. Yeah.
0: See ya. Maybe they should have done the Gulf of Mexico scene a little bit later, but it all depends on where they're gonna be too, if they're never going to mm-hmm. be around a body of water, it doesn't make any sense. So uh Ryback and Mark Henry.
1: Now what was interesting about this match is Ryback purposely gets himself counted out. Which makes great for that whole bully thing. Yes. I thought it. I thought it made sense. It was kind of forgettable, you know, in the grand scheme of Raw. If you look at it from, you know, the best moments to the worst moments, this kind of just gets forgot as far as both sides right. go. But it was definitely helped out Ryback as far as being the bully. Hey, now I'm starting to get taken advantage of. Well, guess what? I'm out of here. See I'm out of here. Screw yeah. you. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I like it, and I think that's good for Ryback's right. character. Poor Mark Henry stuck in Norrisville, though, just spinning his wheels. so
1: right What do I do? <laughs> Poor guy. Now, now John
0: Cena came out for a promo. And I like this. And you like this. And you had me get this audio because we want to go over some of this. We, we trimmed it down to the best parts. Right. We're just going to play it. It's his okay. response to Daniel Bryan. Anytime here, once I figure out how to work the board, you know.
2: And Daniel Bryan wants to talk about hard times. Wants to tell you about hard times. I came back to work in this company 24 hours after breaking my neck. My elbow looks like a football. I am still here. Yet he wants to glorify wrestling in an auditorium. He wants to glorify wrestling in a gymnasium. You know why, Daniel? Because that's where you're most comfortable and that's where you'd much rather be. I've been here 12 years. And if I get fired tomorrow, he is exactly right. I never wrestle another match ever again but it's only because I love the WWE and I would never ever tarnish wearing this championship. And Daniel Bryan glorifying wrestling anywhere else but the WWE is like Daniel Bryan saying, well, I was a real all-star in the arena football league because every time I talk about what I do, where I want to be, what I love, it is right in this ring with all of this. Daniel Bryan says I can't wrestle once again, Daniel, very original. Millions of people say that. All the time. They're chanting it right now. Yet I've held this championship 11 times. In some of the biggest matches in WWE history, I've been toe-to-toe with the greatest and walked out with my head held high. You don't get lucky 11 times.
0: So, Cena's... Uh, pretty angry in there it seemed like some real life frustration
2: right
1: and i liked it that's the cena that i like to see yeah. the genuine you know what this burden of being the face of wwe it has some benefits and it also has some backlash yeah. you know hey and you think i'm not serious you think i'm the rock just via satellite in? no yeah. i had neck surgery i didn't even wait 2 days and i came back and when he showed his elbow yeah. good oh, god it looked nasty yeah i was like no yeah. don't ugh. yeah uh, don't, put it Ooh. down but you know, it was great. It showed some real emotion, Grit. some real heart. Yeah, and you know, he started talking with that anger in his yes. voice, and it just it got me excited. You know, it know what it I mean? Was very like, good. Very good the, promo.
0: It, it, it's the constant. You know, it's not real wrestling. You've been a sports entertainer. We're coming from the Indies. We've we've worked our way up here. You were handed this kind of stuff, but it's not true. I mean, he worked for it, and he stepped up and demanded it. You know, when it, when Vince McMahon said we're looking for the next big thing, and then the whole thing is he needs to kind of say like. You guys keep talking about how bad the sports entertainment the w w e is but yet you all have been trying to get here like mm-hmm. this was your goal right. now you've achieved it, and you're mad that I'm here running things, like you know what I mean, like if it's so bad, why did you aspire to this? Yes, you didn't aspire to stay in the bingo halls, you came here right, yeah, I yeah,
1: know. I thought it was great, I thought it was I thought it was a much better promo than what Daniel Bryan did because I thought there was more truth in it, and it seemed more genuine, yeah, no,
0: definitely, oh.
1: but although one last point about that promo Green Bay and remember Green Bay you suck right they now you suck start a chant boring no you're boring Green Bay yeah. you jerk offs yeah Green Bay was bad Green Bay sucks and they didn't sell it. but much. I like the Packers but Green Bay sucks
0: yeah <laughs> um well we'll take a break here because coming up next is a Bray Wyatt segment you know how much we love a Bray Wyatt segment we want to talk about that for a while mm-hmm. so we're going to keep on a break here And uh, we'll be back at the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network right after this.
3: When you get to work, turn on the fan. John Feinstein, weekdays 8-11 to on your new home for sports, FM Sports Radio 1025 The Fan.
4: Here comes the money.
5: Here we go
1: yeah here comes the money shane mcmahon shane mcmahon taking some of the best bumps in pro oh. wrestling history and uh, for a guy who never really had to yeah he, didn't he didn't was a millionaire you don't have to do, have to step to do that step outside the curtain right but he did he did man jumping off the titantron Getting slammed into trash uh, cans. It had to be for cans. respect. He yeah. was doing that for
0: a reason, man. Yeah. He was doing that to get his name. And he's gone, man. I wish he would have stuck around, man. I mean, it would be interesting to see how it would work now, though. I mean, I guess you have to have a clear person, because what we wouldn't want is the WWE to realistically be like the storyline that's playing out now, right. where there's two family members arguing, divided over the direction that you go. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of fly with one leader. Right. And the, I mean, I know there's Helmsley and Steph, but that's a unit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, And the whole thing is... There's never going to be too much of a dispute there because Triple H doesn't have a whole lot of, of merit in here. Cause right. Because will be like, oh, really? Okay. Well, guess what? We're divorced and you're fired. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? And we're going to do it the way I want. So he's got to toe the line for eternity.
1: But the the one time when I thought Shane was going to come back, and it was when Stephanie was off of TV as well, is when Jericho was doing those promos with the two little kids because it was yes. a boy and a girl. Yes, I thought And that I too. got so excited, and then it turned out to be Jericho just running around Acting a fool, which which then w- made me laugh because he was so over the top. But the promos made no sense for the comeback, so I kind of yeah, didn't like, like but- it. But those promos, if they were used right, I would have had Stephanie and Shane come exactly. back because that would have been cool. And that's when I got excited thinking he would come back, but unfortunately uh, didn't. Uh, one other note about Shane McMahon, though, because I am host of the Fight Show Live. Yes, Fight
0: Show With- Live on Training Topics Network and on Kansas City's FM Sports Radio, 102.5 The Fan.
1: Uh, one t- tie into that is uh, Chuck Liddell, former UFC 205-pound champion, also known as light heavyweight, said Shane McMahon is the best drinker he ever met. So there's that. Kudos to you, Shane McMahon.
0: Nice. And I'm sure he's met quite a few drinkers. Yeah, definitely. So well, that's interesting. I didn't know that.
1: Yes. Well, let's get back to Raw.
0: Bray Wyatt. Yeah. The Great White segment. Great. Well, they beat down tons of funk, right?
1: Yeah, uh, and Rupert that was the Rollins. first time I-, I thought they were going to run in and do a sneak attack, but then when the lights came on, it kind of caught me off guard because, like, all right, here's a match. And I was like, oh, so this is how they do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought they were going to beat them up, but then, yeah. like, the ref was like, okay, and everyone stood. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. It's a match. It's a match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That caught me off guard a little bit, but it was really cool. I love it. Luke Harper, yes, right? yeah. When he was getting beat up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he just, seems yes. like a psychopath. He does. I love it. Um,
0: did you notice Tensai didn't have Sharpie on his face this time?
1: Can we just change his name? Yeah, can we just be Albert? Just be Albert. We already call you Albert. Call him Fat Albert. Fat Albert and... And, the, br- and the Funkasaurus? Right. Come on. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Well... After that, they do their whole still he cuts a promo, one of his episodes. And they squash tons of
1: fun. Oh yeah. That was great too. And they
0: did the forehead kiss and Mm -hmm. the swing and face bust or whatever. Oh, but it was interesting
1: how he grabbed the ropes and looked at him backwards. I thought that was kind of creepy and cool. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah, he's great. Well, after that, we get the Kane
0: fire pop, and Kane responds to that. Which is always good. And this promo was damn good. I'm gonna play it for anybody that didn't happen to catch it right now.
5: When you pull the wings off of buzzards for fun, they're impossible to follow, Bray. I don't condemn your intentions, but I do see through your haze of cryptic words. You're here to maim, disfigure, and mutilate everyone who crosses your path. (laughs) I like that. I do these same things too, but I don't do them to spread a message. I do them for my own personal amusement. And at SummerSlam, you'll find out why I am the devil's favorite demon. Because no one does the devil's work better than I do. And at SummerSlam, you'll see the reason why. Your family won't be able to save you. No one is going to be able to save you from inside a ring of
4: fire.
2: Fire, the burning goalposts
0: right there. Now, the whole, when you rip the wings off of buzzards for fun, it's kind of hard to follow them. That's just genius. Yeah. That's a response only Kane can give.
1: Yeah, it was very well done. Because, you know, we've been talking about since our inception of this show about how original and how great Bray Wyatt's promos have been. And really, if you kind of come back at him with just generic pro wrestling, you know, I'm going to beat you up. It won't come off good. You'll look inferior to Bray Wyatt, which he's a rookie, so that makes your stock even go down worse. But he came back great. I thought it was a perfect way to combat the originality of Bray Wyatt. This is making Kane look tough. Yes. Strong. I like it. So when Bray Wyatt goes over. That's my favorite Kane when he's – unstoppable speaking devil talk and all that. That's, that's my, you know, the devil's, you know, favorite and all that stuff. I love that. That's when be, Kane
0: is the best. Give be me a huge push for Bray Wyatt when he goes over. Make no mistake about it. Bray Wyatt's going
1: over in this match. It, it would make, God, it's, it would kill everything if he and didn't. This is
0: the perfect opponent. Mm-hmm. The perfect style. I mean, like this just, they hit the nail right on the head on this one. We're going to kick through these so we can get through raw and move on. Christian versus Heath Slater throwaway segment, but Later on the show, I've got a funny storyline suggestion surrounding this match.
1: Okay. Parts of this match. So make note, audience. Yeah. Now,
0: Punk Axel had a uh, had a match.
1: Yeah, it was okay. It was pretty good. You know, they they have good chemistry together. They did some pretty good things, but um but uh, the fight
0: afterwards was pretty great. Uh <laughs> Punk and Lesnar yeah. Now, they gave us just a little taste of how great their match can be, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they told this great story. I mean, the back and forth. They didn't have to say a word. Just the fight. That was really well thought out. I liked all of it. I mean, like, so Punk's battling back. He gets Lesnar off his, off his legs. You're like, yes, Punk can do this. And then just squashed. I mean, destroyed after that. The one thing uh, I
1: thought was great about the fight, though, too, is they told a great story of how... Yes, it's Brock Lesnar fighting CM Punk, but it's still CM Punk trying to get to Paul Heyman. Yeah. You know, it was yes. I'm beating up Hey or I'm beating up Lesnar to get to Heyman. I'm beating up Axel to get to Heyman. So I I really like that aspect of the of the fight and obviously the storyline is bigger because it centers around those two where Brock Lesnar is just really a beast who's, you know, the beast. The beast who's serving as, you know, the opponent in a match, but it's Heyman, it's Heyman. Punk. Uh, and speaking of that, the promo later brock lesnar is great uh, brock lesnar can be funny can be you know he's such a believable bully yes that you know
0: well i've got the audience let me
1: hear all it all right that's the best of the best of
5: the best of the best of the best that this world has to offer i'm the beast and the best in the world Paul,
1: say something stupid.
0: Now, I'm gonna pause it there because that's great.
1: That's great. <laughs> Two reasons why it's great. One, it shows that he's not a pro wrestling fan. He's not in this to be your pro wrestling hero. Right. He said he's in, he's here in here to make some money and, and, and show people up. and to show you he is yeah. the best. And beer, I loved drink it. beer and kick ass. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. It was great. So it's
0: followed by Paul Heyman as he was instructed to say something stupid (laughs) say something not stupid but here we go
5: say something really stupid
3: I want you to take that microphone saying this to Renee Young I want you to deliver a message to C.M. Punk I want you to tell C.M. Punk that he may not make it to SummerSlam, because next week right here on Raw, I'm going to walk out to that ring and based on the beating CM Punk just suffered from Brock Lesnar, I am confident enough to tell you that I am not going out to the ring as an advocate. I'm going to stand in the ring and I'm going to look for a one-on-one man versus man fight because next week on raw if he's man enough to accept it it will be c m punk versus paul heyman
1: mm. that that obviously has something else going on because a real match between heyman and punk would watch. not be fun to uh, watch although
0: i don't know man i mean uh... Punk can do some stuff.
1: Punk can make a match with a broomstick look good. Yeah, the whole thing is, still, you're still gonna have Axel around. I bet you have Lesnar around. Axel will get Axel will get the GTS probably. Unfortunately, like he always does. All
0: right, well, let's rapid fire through the rest of Raw. Let's do it. Fondongo versus Kofi Kingston. Kofi's back. He's wearing long pants. He's got some new tattoos. And he came back uneventful.
1: Okay, there mm. he is, and there he goes. Did he even? Who won? Kofi. Kofi. Which? Who cares? Just, and throw yeah, away. No,
0: no comeback. No, no good storyline, nothing. Man. Just throw Triple it. H and Stephanie in the back. Stephanie's crying. Triple H is back there, of course. What's he doing? On the phone. On the phone. Everyone's on the phone backstage. <laughs> Stephanie comes back. She's crying, saying Vince had really been giving her the business, telling her she sucks or whatever. Mm. Danny Bryant sucks. She's crying. And Triple H goes on a tangent, saying he's not going to sit back and watch Vince sink the ship. Says the once great almighty Vince McMahon is now gone.
1: Obviously, um, in my opinion, leading to a match with Vince McMahon, having a wrestler. I don't think Vince will wrestle, but having a wrestler wrestle Triple H for you know, sole custody or CEO of WWE. I think that's where it leads. And WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah. yeah. Ziggler versus Big E. Ziggler got no response. 'Cause Green Bay oh, sucks. Man,
0: there was nothing. They just sat on their hands let's,
1: and let's let's title this uh Spanish announce table, Spanish na- Announce Table episode three. Green Bay uh, Sucks. Green Bay Sucks. Yeah. Because I like that's that. what it was. Uh Biggie got the win.
0: Yeah. Looked pretty decent. Looked Biggie's dominant. a good wrestler, man. Um they furthered the KJ uh the KJ, the Caitlin AJ storyline feud a little bit in there. Uh so that worked out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Multi purpose. Then they had Brian versus Orton versus Cena. Didn't they, or was that versus the Shield? That was versus Brian, the Shield. Brian Orton and Cena versus, all together the, shield. versus the Shield, right? I wrote that yeah. down wrong. Um, and they beat the Shield. Yeah, yeah. Or did it go to a, like a no? Right, went away. They whatever. left or yeah, something. Yeah. And uh, Orton sneaks in an RKO on both. Cena. It was good to
1: right. see Orton get the RKO on uh, Cena. It was reminiscent of you know their earlier feuds, so that was pretty cool. It's cool to see him get the uh, one on uh Daniel Bryan too just because, you know,
0: well he's not he hot to do thing both. right now.
1: It was looked really awesome though when he was about to cash it in. And then for some reason the shield's like, Nope, That's you ain't doing right. it now. They did, I forgot about that they so he's gonna go cash it in on a prone then, champion. Right, and then the shield's like Nope, we're she gonna kick your ass. It,
0: which I don't understand why they would they do
1: just want to kick people's ass. I get it. I understand. (laughs) Because you kick people's ass. I want to kick people's
0: ass, too. But I just don't go doing it all willy-nilly around everywhere to interrupt any money in the bank cashing. That's not what I do. I have respect. Right.
1: Overall, Raw was pretty good. Like I said, there were some really good things that they did. But the crowd sucked. Yeah. Thus making it kind of a flat Raw. Uh, But, you know, there were some good things. Yeah. Yeah, Raw was all right. Yeah, I thought Raw was pretty good.
0: But we're done with Raw. We're gonna come back, talk some Smackdown. We'll mm-hmm. smack you with some Smackdown on the Spanish Announced Table on the Training Topics Network. Oh, He's coming to whoop some ass. He just has a menacing presence.
1: Well, and he's believable now because you actually saw him kick real ass in the UFC. Yeah. You know? That he destroyed some That some straight people. right to Heath Herring? Mm. Damn.
0: He uh he's a monster of a man. Yeah. He literally is a beast. He's like part orangutan or something. He's <laughs> part
1: insane. gorilla. He's
0: part gorilla. So SmackDown had Alex Riley at the booth. Why? You know, I don't know. So JBL's gone probably climbing a mountain or, you know, investing or being on Fox News, talking about how much he hates Obama or I something. Think,
1: I think he was climbing the mountain for fundraising, right. which is very good. But have the Miz. Probably to support the tea party or something. Right. But though. have the Miz
0: do it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what JBL does, though. He likes climbing mountains. That's right. That's like probably one of the things. No, no, no,
1: no, not climbing the mountain. Oh, yeah, I'm saying Alex Miz. Riley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have Why Miz. Riley? Why Alex Riley?
0: Yeah, and he wasn't that great. I mean, he wasn't bad, serviceable. He was kind of like Josh Matthews. Kind of like, yeah, you can do it. There's nothing memorable about it. Nothing unique, nothing stands Maybe out. Maybe
1: it was a tryout. Remember they did that with Booker T a couple times too and they realized he sucked. He went for a long time on something. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he was terrible mm-hmm. right here right now. <laughs> That's all he say all the time. Play right the here. Play right the, right the there. Booker T right drinking game. There's a
0: Booker T drinking game. If you go back and find some smackdowns with Booker T commentating, and you have to take a shot or a drink, please do this with something light like beer. Okay, you cannot do this with like vodka. Yeah, or you'll or die. And every time he would say, "Right here, right now, or right there," you would have to take a shot. There's I think a, it was a beer. There's a video of he it. You would do this, uh, yeah, and yeah. On JasonRivera.com, yeah. My buddy, the Rib, he he does one of these live, like videotapes himself and does this. And seriously, like I think he was using like purple passion or something too. He had something like kind of strong. And the whole thing is like you had to take like a double shot or a chug, depending upon what you're having. Anytime he said, "Oh my goodness," <laughs> Just, <laughs> I mean, you were drunk twenty minutes into the show. Right, it was great. <laughs> so, we cut to Vicky and uh, ADR in the ring. Now, ADR is uh, going to pick his, op- or his SummerSlam opponent, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it's just ADR to start off, if I remember correctly. SmackDown was kind of, eh.
1: Diet uh, Raw. Yeah.
0: So, he's in there, and he's he says, I thought to myself, he says, Cena wasted his pick on Daniel Bryan called him a troll, you know, how original, right? Mm. Um, and then he says, so I said to myself, why don't you pick the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar? Oh, but um apparently he has things already planned. So I can't pick him. And then he says, why don't I pick, I got. I can't even remember who else. Oh, he said, why can't I pick Houston's own? Cause they're in Houston, Houston's own Booker T. He's like, but then I realized Booker T much like everything in Houston is a big disappointment. So, <laughs> good proximity, you know, some heat there. um, And then Vicky comes out and says, you're disrespecting me by making this stupid pick. And he says, okay, you don't like Rodriguez? Oh, because he picked Ricardo Rodriguez. I forgot that part. He picks Ricardo Rodriguez as his SummerSlam opponent. Now, Vicky comes out and says, you're disrespecting me with this as a joke. He says, what if I picked the Brooklyn Brawler? (laughs) I mean, he's playing it up, right? He's being the heel. And she says, no, I I anticipated this. You're going to get a triple threat of RVD versus Christian versus Orton tonight. And the winner of that is going to get the slot. Which, RVD and Christian and I got. They'd both kind of been messing around with our with ADR, mm-hmm. and Christian even got the win. Orton, well, just big came face, out of just yeah. big face, I guess. Just to make it a triple threat, I
1: guess. Right, and the you know intriguing part of if he does win, then he gets the title, then he could you know unify whatever. It, it was it was okay with me. Yeah, well,
0: they cut to the back, and ADR is back there, and he's kind of angry at Vicky, saying. You know, like you, you, you lied to me. You went back on your word. You said you were going to let me pick my opponent. Now you're telling me I can't. And uh, Brad Maddox, the Mad Ox, you love the Mad Ox. The Mad Ox comes in here, and uh, he says he has some words for for the two of them. He tells Vicky that he thinks she made a great, you know, made a great idea there with that. And ADR interrupts him, says this,
5: and who you think you are? Little pedazo de basura.
2: And
0: his response
2: is, I'm the general manager of Raw. You'll be under my authority this Monday.
0: Which is interesting because ADR had nothing he could say back and yeah. walked off storming. And then Vicky and him are just standing there kind of like, oh, I like the wrinkle that they're throwing in here with Maddox. Like he's kind of realizing a little bit that he's got some power. Yeah. Like he re- recognizes where he sits in the power structure He didn't have supreme power because when the boss is around, he's, oh, man, I'm nervous. I don't want to do the wrong thing. I'm about to get fired. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But he's starting to realize, like, oh, Daniel Bryan, ADR. Oh, you guys work for me.
1: Right. Yeah, you know, he, like yeah, he's he gets a little it. Sly with it. He, he's like the guy at he's like the assistant manager at work. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. That makes you do all the crappy tasks yes. when the boss is away, but then when the boss is there, you know, he acts like he's he's cool with you. You know.
0: Wait, what if I was the assistant manager?
1: Hey, I've been in that role. <laughs> I know what that's like.
0: I'm certainly not an assistant manager at this place. Um, so I thought that was cool. I, I'm I, I'm loving this Mad Ox. I know. I can't wait for the. Like I'm em. telling you, man. You like him, Lay J, uh, Layla, and AJ. We're getting to that. Big E no longer allowed at ringside for AJ's Divas matches.
1: Why do you think they did that? I don't know. I think maybe because then when Caitlyn does the run in, you know, we could just go, well, why isn't Big E, you know, tossing her out of the ring? Well, now because he, he's not allowed. Caitlin can get her shots in mm-hmm, right, and it makes yeah. more sense. A little but bit I really want more don't know freedom.
0: Why. A little bit more freedom for the Divas. Right. Cuz
1: if Big E's just there, I mean literally, he wouldn't let anything what, bad happen. yeah, what there, Diva yeah. there is going to going to do anything?
0: Yeah, that's true. So,
1: that's the only thing I could think of. But Layla and AJ, so you're saying you're not a big
0: fan of this. Nah. I'm kind of I just thought AJ was getting over enough as it is with the current storyline. right?
1: And why do you need why do you need Layla? Yeah. You are already you are you were already, excuse me. You are already putting it down on Caitlyn, She's right. already down. Hey, in am the, I? Yeah. You, you're already kicking her while she's down and now she loses am her I? best friend. Yeah. So it's like she either has to go psycho or what?
0: I just think they wanted to get Layla involved somehow. Maybe she was spinning her wheels and they wanted to recreate Lay Cool is what I think. Okay. So gonna, that's why I keep calling him Lay J. Right. Well, that but, and a friend of mine said that on, on another podcast.
1: He called him that. But uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go. Yeah, but then on Raw, you know, uh, this week, she says I did it for attention. Simple, that's it. Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, she's still hanging out with her. It's so like, then, yeah, you know, no, that's your friend. AJ is you guys are you guys are lesbianish, right? Skipping so around then, the ring, which is hot.
1: If you, but if you wanted attention. Just attack AJ. She's, got she's my a attention. champion.
0: She's got my attention every time she goes skipping around the ring with AJ Lee.
1: Right, but do you get what I'm saying? It, yes, If no, you just I get want what you're attention, saying. go after the champion. Yeah. Why go after the girl that's right. already being kicked when she's down? Yeah,
0: it seems like a thrown together last minute thing that they did. But I mean, it, Layla's done this kind of gimmick before, so and she pulled it off well. Oh really yeah, cool. she did great. Yeah, but yeah. she was more the I'm kind of an idiot going along, right? You know, what I mean, with the with the smarter girl but I'm still thinking you know what I mean like but so she's a little more sinister in this one it seems
1: like I said off air right now as far as the modern day divas I think this is an all-time low for them yeah and the storylines are not good yeah not good
0: especially on diet raw
1: diet raw
0: now here's how diet raw diet raw is they replayed Cena Ryback not the raw recap they replayed Cena Ryback table match from the raw previous
1: why put in the entire anyone. match <laughs> I know. you could have put in anyone i would have rather seen seen Senkara. and
0: they did it under the idea that they were reshowing showing the brian cena saga and they showed a bunch of clips of what had happened between brian and cena and then mentioned the tables match coming up to,
1: that he saved mm-hmm. Ryback, right and then replayed the entire match yeah you you have all these great wrestlers right now and you couldn't have put anyone in a real match and then did a highlight package
0: look i admit that was a great match, but I don't need to see it again on, on Diet Raw. Right. I got it on.
1: I got it on Raw I got Raw. got it
0: on, on leaded Raw.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, triple threat, Orton, Christian RVD. Christian sneaks in the win. That surprised me. I thought I really thought it was going to be RVD because yeah. of all the momentum, and he's the hot guy right now, and he's got all this push behind him. And they went Christian. So where does that leave RVD? Well, I don't know because RVD's out and Orton goes for the
0: RKO and Christian does the sneak backslide pin. Mm-hmm. Um, and Orton gets up and looks angry, does his handshake, he sticks out a handshake, but it's kind of like, should he take it? It was played it really well. And then he leaves. ADR attacks Christian from behind. And I don't know if you heard, the crowd at the end is chanting, booing ADR pretty heavily and chanting, you suck, you suck, you suck is drawing some good heat. He's a good around. bad guy. You know? He's using other people for that. I mean, he's getting over on Christian. He's getting over on Ricardo Rodriguez. But he's he's getting some good heat. I'm thinking ADR might have
1: something going right now. You know, and Christian does have good matches at SummerSlam. You know, he has a good history of SummerSlam matches, as you might hear in a, a segment later on in the oh. show. Oh. Yes. Uh. A little Christian, foreshadowing, I Christian, should say.
0: Christian knows what he's doing. He's a good game yes. worker. I'll agree with that. But that was SmackDown in a nutshell. We're moving through them quick tonight so we can get to our special segments later. That was SmackDown. We're going to come back and talk Impact after this. But I know you're dongling right now. But we're going to come back later, talk some Impact Wrestling on the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network.
3: When you get up, get up to date. Tiki Barber, Brandon Tierney, and Dana Jacobson. Dayton Moore, GM of the Kansas City Royals. This could be the Royals team that brings you back, I think. We feel like we're much improved, but uh, the division's much improved as well. It'll be an exciting year. Mornings 5 till 8, FM Sports Radio, 102.5 The Fan.
0: Slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Oh my God, let's go. News and rumors. The Spanish announce table. Table back for hour two. Crack it through another table. I am the Deviant One Captain Awesome sitting in the studio, in an actual studio. I know. It's T Feels good. How's it going, T Mac?
1: It goes well, my friend. Hour one was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I haven't seen you for since, you know, hour one. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Yeah, you know, We got through Raw pretty quick. Pretty. Wrestling was kind of. Cut and
0: dry this week. It's, it left a lot to be desired this week, which is why I'm glad we're having these special segments because well, we can cut through this.
1: And like I said, when we title this episode, the reason why there were some things that were left to be desired is because Green, Green Bay, Bay sucks. sucks.
0: So yeah, they sucks. They do. Well, you know what else sucks? TNA. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just always suck. But TNA.
0: I want them to succeed. Wrestling needs competition, and they've done a lot of good things. But they have they great s- wrestling. The thing is, like, you got to take it with the good with the bad. and I understand that. And TNA is responsible for a lot of the way the industry is now. Like, they've built some good characters now too. But when they suck, they just screw it up bad. They just suck. It's yeah. like head-scratchingly bad. It's laughable. It's laughable. And that's not good. You never want to be laughable. So we open with Taz, pretty much, trying to get in the building. They won't let him in. He'd been absent for two weeks. Now they won't let him in. And he's angry and mad about it. What's the deal with Taz? Where do you think they're going with the storyline?
1: I thought it was August 1. Mm-hmm. But now, as well. my voice just cracked there... But now, see, that's how upset I am with TNA. But now, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I. You know, what? What? Maybe, maybe it's TNA's upper management really being pissed off at Taz and making him do stupid crap. You know? Oh, you want to go ask WWE for a job? You think we'd suck that much? Guess what? We're going to make you do the dumbest crap possible. Yeah. Here's one. Try to get into the building. And guess what? Yeah. The storyline has nowhere to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: We're just people are going to forget about you. Right. Um, Robert Rude has a new attitude.
1: Well, he's going back to the to the you know, being rude pays off and all that, which I thought was cool. The only reason I thought it was a little weird is he interrupted Austin Aries who's talking about a dream match with AJ Styles and it just didn't fit. Yeah. It wasn't like oh you know, I'm Robert Roode. I'm going to be, be, you know, I'm the best one here. I'm going to put myself in this match. It's going to be a triple threat. Mm. Yay. No, well, it was just, I'm going to be back to being bad. Well, see, Austin Aries, cool.
0: he, he, what he did, he kind of segued because he talked about the dream match and everything. Austin Aries said uh, he was facing AJ Styles, mm-hmm. uh, the man who put TN in oh, yeah, the back 10 for years, decade.
1: and then I'll be the next guy right. for the next 10. Yeah. Well, that- Roode comes out. Right. That what? made sense, but I wish he would have done something with yeah. it as far as, like, okay, I'll prove that I'm the best. I'm putting myself in this match. Well, he says
0: something. he'd rather talk about nightmares than dreams, mm-hmm. such as the nightmare he's been living since Aries defeated him last year at Destination X. Then he says "Time, it's going to change, and it's time to do things that he did to win the title. What he did was, while he's facing Hernandez, he's getting frustrated that he can't put him over, finds a beer bottle under the ring crashes it over Hernandez's head
1: yeah and Just then looks around I, I liked how the ref yes. was like what is all this and he's like I don't know it came from the ceiling well, he like looked at the, at the crowd <laughs> yeah, he's the like crowd. I don't know they threw it in
0: there <laughs> I thought that was pretty uh, yeah, funny yeah I've never seen that before yeah. that's that's something that you could believeably be like I didn't do I, they yeah, they're drink beer out here the, yeah, they threw they're it. wrestling fans <laughs> right. hello uh, yeah. so I, I like where this is going though I like Rude. now that's what he did to win the first title member over James mm. Storm the bottle breaking so that's yeah. kind of it's, it's revisiting it's how he style. did yeah, it. It's, it's yeah. hey, look what we did here. Yeah. See what you did there. TNA. Good job. So bad influence, a little dissension in the ranks there. Did you see that?
1: Yeah. Which I always thought was cool because, you know, it's good to see two heels kind of, you know, talk smack on each other. So that was good. I like that.
0: I even want this not to be what caused them to break up. Right. A little bit of dissension. They mm-hmm. get over it. Move Ooh. on. Next time they have a little more, right? gets a little more intense. Build that one slow, because these two guys aren't doing anything otherwise. There's yeah. no reason to split them up. You're not going to put one of them as your as one of your title guys right now. No. Leave them doing what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Frankie Kazarian it's come a long way.
1: Definitely. Man, he was such a dweeb when he started out. <laughs> Terrible. Good night. I mean, great wrestler. He was the definition of TNA when he started. Great wrestler, everything else absolutely yes, sucks just terrible. <laughs> and that's kind of tna in a nutshell uh at least for him you know, daniels though
0: daniels was kind of that way too though right yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's come along like, yeah, he's yeah more yeah. than kaz but kaz i think he, at least daniel started with a little more than kaz yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah he had a little bit more charisma but at least for kaz he is getting to a point where you can believe him as maybe not a top guy but someone fighting for the title a good
0: mid card i could see him mm-hmm you know, are you yawning right now? I am yawning. That's right
1: how boring TNA That's is, That's how dude. boring
0: you are. <laughs> I think it's how boring uh, TNA it is. It is. It is. TNA's boring. <laughs> TNA's hard. now Go watch. Now, Brooke Hogan, bullies in the back with aces and eights, mm-hmm. says all he's got time to focus on is Chris Saban and winning the title back. Sure. Winning the title back. So he puts Anderson in charge of dealing with main event mafia. You get it done. You handle business. And then... As he turns to leave, Brooke Hogan comes in in what's probably the best promo I've seen out of Brooke Hogan since she's ever lived. Yeah, ever. Yeah, ever, ever, ever. Now she really played it sassy, like she was smug. Had had she figured she's got one over on him here?
1: The best characters are those that are you, but just turned up a yeah, little bit. And this so. had to be it. Funny how that works. I've out.
0: got the audio though; it came off pretty well.
4: Yeah, I was just looking for you.
0: Or you were looking
5: for me? Mm -hmm. What'd you want to do, Brooke? Did you want to go underneath the bleachers for a little while? (laughs) Or maybe you were here asking me for the divorce that you will never, ever get.
4: Hmm. Mark, you might want to rethink that. You know that rematch you have with Chris Saban and the contract you're supposed to sign next week? Remember? Yeah, well, I've heard some
3: things about that contract that might not really be in your favor, so... What did you hear? I can't really say. But you might not want to be on my bad list. You know that saying, happy wife, happy life? Well, in this case, it would be happy ex-wife, happy life. I
4: like
1: that. That that. was really good. You know, I like the little subtleties that she does. You know, calling him Mark. Mark. Oh, I love that she calls him Mark. The only thing that would have been better if she went a la Scott Steiner and said,
4: Fat asses! <laughs> that would is, yeah.
1: made it. <laughs> yeah. Fat asses! Yeah. <laughs> he's still a fat bastard! <laughs> just, uh,
0: just Scott,
1: great. Scott Steiner, please come back to TNA <laughs> oh, just to be the crazy man. Anywhere, anywhere. Just come back to TNA just, and be the crazy guy in the oh backstage that gets you a want match. you to out with me? N- no. you want to out with me? <laughs> n- no. Oh my gosh.
0: Uh, take your clothes
1: uh, off and lay on that bench.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott Steiner. I
1: miss you, Scott Steiner. Come back. Scott be Steiner. the crazy guy in the backstage that just wrestles every so often and just is totally oblivious to how stupid <laughs> you actually are.
0: that you are. Yeah, I mean, just.
5: I'm going to be small, Joe, worse than I've ever been before. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's great. Oh man, he's great.
5: You got that. Now go take your clothes off. I'm working off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's all from one. It (laughs) was one (laughs) promo. That's I mean that's just Oh. Oh Now, but this is where I I thought the Brooke Hogan bully storyline needed to go. The battle here. He doesn't want to give her divorce oh, well, I can play that too. I can mess up your life because you're wanting to make me your wife. Guess what? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've got some power over you then.
1: Yeah, I thought, you know, it, it's building cr- the correct way. Although, I mean, you really think you're going to get another great promo out of Brooke Hogan? No. Exactly. So let's just no. end it. Yeah. Ended on a high note. Let's she, let's blow him a kiss. She's sashaying right. out
0: of there. It right. worked great. Let's have her. Yeah, you're get probably hit. right. Yeah. Probably took a week of practice yeah. just to get that out have of there. Have
1: her get hit by a bus. The character, not herself. <laughs> have her get hit by a bus, and that ends the uh, whole thing. Yeah, the character.
0: Right. Um, Aries versus Styles kind of left a little to be desired. There's some botches.
1: I know, and that the only thing that really sucked about that is at the start of the show when he says, you know, this is a dream match, which it is, and then you go, well, wait a minute. Yeah, you screw it up. Left yeah, and right. that wasn't that good. You can tell they haven't
0: done a whole lot of working together.
1: Right? Yeah. Which you know, they're they're two really good individual wrestlers. Sometimes, and in, in this case, you this know one what you're doing. match just didn't click. You, you got to
0: work together. Mm-hmm. You got to practice together. I mean, and the ending was almost botched. Aries had to
1: put mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Styles'
0: yeah. hand on. Hey, him. hey, man, your hand hey goes man. here. And then it was just
1: anticlimactic. I mean, it was just kind uh, of.
0: You he lifted his shoulder up. Yeah, hey.
1: you know, you're not going to get a home run every time. Uh, And that's, in this case, what happened. This wasn't even a double. Right. Uh, August 1 warning. Okay. Yes, we are uncensored. (laughs) And we can say a cuss word from time or two. Right. But what I want to say is just filled with cuss words. Yeah, yeah. So don't do that. And so I won't. But I will mention this in my final take. This absolutely 100% sucks. I hate it with all of my heart. You I am obviously from you know, from how I introduced myself as the uh, co host of the Fight Show Live, MMA right. is a great passion of mine, as is pro wrestling, but ooh, you don't mix these two. No. This isn't peanut butter don't and mix. jelly. They this don't is mix. cinnamon and gasoline. Yeah. You know? The whole thing is
0: like you'll get on either side of the fence if you have a wrestling fan and you say, What do you think about MMA? They either hate it or they love it. Right. If you have an MMA fan, what do you think about professional wrestling? They either hate it or they love it. You're not going to cross mix. You're not going to pull anybody from well, the other side. Well, and for
1: those who do like both like I do, you're going to watch you're both. You're already watching both. Yeah, you're already watching both, so you're not getting any more new fans. I'll right. I'll talk more about this in my final take, but God bless America, I hated that. Is that a threat? I hated it. I can't beat up Tito Ortiz. He still is a good fighter. But Threats! The, <laughs> Scott Steiner Threats! You threaten, threatening Ugh. threats, <laughs> but man, I hated whoever came up with this idea, which I believe it's spike you know TV what? and uh, I hated it. I bet.
0: He's yeah. fat. <laughs> I bet he's fat. <laughs> he's fat. I bet, I bet he's, he's working fat. off. Play that You're one. Right.
5: You got that. Now go take your clothes off. I'm working off.
0: So what we get out of all that is there's going to be a five on five match. A and E versus M E M. Now, but the, the loser The loser, the person that gets pinned or submitted or whatever, the person that loses, the one
1: responsible for losing.
0: Gets kicked to the curb. Kicked to the curb out of TNA. Who's yeah, not be? just
1: their faction, out of out of the whole now, who's thing. Who is
0: it gonna be? Is it gonna be a jobber? Is it gonna be Mike Knox? Is it gonna be Briscoe? Is it gonna be Sting? Or is it going to be Kurt Angle now? Oh, yeah, that's right. They do have that to go now.
1: Yeah, now they can do the Kurt yeah, Angle. But they said
0: kick that TNA forever, didn't they? Yeah,
1: but how many, t- how many times have people been fired and they come back or retired and come, you know, they could do Kurt Angle and that would be great for him because then he could actually go to rehab. That works. I wonder who it was going to be, though. Yeah, maybe they stick with whoever it was going to be. Maybe it's Mike Knox. I like your sting idea, though. Sting. That would be cool.
0: He's gone. He goes to WWE, WrestleMania match with The Undertaker. That's a dream. And then here comes these guys in the middle of that match. Clean house. Yeah. Ah. That'd be cool. Ah. Yeah. Ah. I like it. Yeah? Mm -hmm. You don't like it. Uh, Uh, I like it. I didn't say I loved it. I like it. (laughs) Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to get into our special segments. We're going to take an email to kick it off when we come back on the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network.
1: Great. Two reasons. One, because it's Dusty Effing Rhodes, man. And here you go, (laughs) more cowbell. Yes, more cowbell. (laughs) You know, I gotta
0: have more cowbell. You gotta have more cowbell. So, and Dusty Rhodes brought a lot of cowbell. Yeah,
1: that was that is one of the classics as far as entrance music goes. And just I mean he danced like an idiot, but you didn't mind. Oh, but he had the swag to be like, you know what, you look stupid, but I like it. And he had the polka dots. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. He was nothing like his NWA days, but man, he 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 for what was given to him, he made it work. That is for sure. Yeah,
0: Dusty Rhodes. I
1: don't made think it he liked business.
0: that character, but he made it work. He did make it work. Let's get into the email bag. Yeah. We let's... got an email to tableshow at gmail.com. Send us any email you want. You want us to talk about something, you had a question, you, just, you want T TMAX phone number, you send an email mm-hmm. to tableshow at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, at tableshow.
1: Mm-hmm. Or on Facebook. Facebook. Spanish Announce Table Podcast.
0: Yeah. Spanish Announce Table Podcast. I love it. Check us out on the Trending Topics Network, which you probably already are if you're listening to this, but yeah. check out the other shows on there. Fight Show Live is on there Fight Show Live with me and Ozone. Right? Got Old School with the Movies. Trending mobile technology. Uh, the Ultimate MJR, the guy I know, hosts a show called The Real Mother f News. Yeah. Uh, you know, a censored part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, good shows on there. Yeah, you but, get a
1: full spectrum of entertainment and news. Yeah. But we got this email
0: to at gmail.com. From, Which, thank you. From Charlie. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say.
1: Charlie. Don't want to
0: give anybody's last name out there. Yeah. Because so if, if,
1: if they hate this question or comment, they don't right. want
0: to be harassed. And if you got a nickname you want to use, do that. That's fine, too. But he says, hey, guys, good job on the show, and I enjoy listening. Anywho, since we are coming up quickly on SummerSlam, I would like to hear what some of your guys' top SummerSlam moments and matches are. Keep up the good work. Well, we will keep up the good work. It's in our blood. It's in our it is. DNA. It is. But Charlie, thanks. This actually inspired us to do some special segments. here.
1: Yes, and for this first uh, special segment that we're going to do, eventually we'll have a title for it. But like, uh, you know, like I am, I am lazy, and so mm. that'll come in time when I want yeah, it. I'm lazy. So, for, yeah. so well, for it can this can't be forced. Right. It's got to be good. We can't yeah. just call
0: organic. It like it's organic. It's got to be organic. We can't just call it break down the whatever. You right, know? Like yeah. You got to like have a yeah. It's mm-hmm. got to be organic. You're so. Right.
1: So we did a top five uh, SummerSlam matches. Yes. Uh, And I will start off. Yes, you will. And so I will first say my honorable mentions because we kind of agreed upon this I, we i haven't seen his list i haven't heard his list right. and vice versa but i imagine we're going to probably have Stop a match looking at my list yeah I, I imagine we're going to probably have a match that's the same mm-hmm. on both of our lists so we did honorable mentions just hoping that maybe that's something you know outside yeah, of the box right. so for my first two honorable mentions uh the first one i'll mention is uh from 2011 randy orton versus christian Good match. World heavyweight title. I
0: didn't think about this one, so this is not on my list anywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very good match. You know, obviously Christian can wrestle. Orton obviously can do the same. And they, they got paired up, and they had a great feud. And this was the pinnacle of their feud. A really, you know, brutal, uh, physical match. And, and it's definitely up there in my best, book. So Best
0: matches I've seen out of Christian since the TLC. Yeah. Were, was those matches with, right. with Orton. Yep. So...
1: That's an honorable mention. Another honorable honorable mention, just because it lived up to the hype in my eyes. Uh, from 2002, Rock versus Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I thought the lead up to this was great. Where I'm a super athlete, training in Minnesota in the snow, throwing wood around, and the Rock saying, "Well, I'm a super athlete too, running the stairs in Miami, you know, doing pull-ups and you know the facilities yes. at the U, all that yeah. stuff." And the match was great. Rock even got some heat. He was the babyface and they started chanting, you know, Brock Lesnar, Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar, which Rock uh, didn't freak out. Didn't he win the world title then, did he? Or was that that one? The WWF. Yeah, 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 yeah or yeah. WWE. He won uh, right. Brock Lesnar 6
0: months into being in the company.
1: Yeah, at the time, the youngest WWE champion in company history right it was a great match he really lived up to man i'm going up against an all-time great you know hopefully i don't crack and fold and he didn't he didn't it was no, really it was good. good he lived up to the hype uh 2002 and side note in my book uh, SummerSlam 2002 the best SummerSlam of all time mm, a lot a lot of great matches from there okay i've got one on my list yeah there we go and i've got one as well so I've got two if you count the honorable mention. So here we go. My top five. You starting at five? Starting at five. Yeah, I'm going to go bottom to top. Right. From 2002, mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle. Mm. I love that because I love from the opening bell, this was right when Rey Mysterio was kind of on the scene in WWE. Obviously, we saw him in WCW. Here he is in WWE. He's going up against a former champion, heavyweight champion. Right. And... A top guy. It wasn't just a transitional champion. This guy's an all-time great. Yeah, yeah. And Angle's in there, and he's looking for him. And, you know, where is he? And he pops out from behind, you know, the announce table, does his whole thing, and they just go into it. And Man, a five-star match. One of my favorites of all time. Awesome. Number four from 2008 in a Hell in a Cell match, Edge versus, Edge versus Undertaker. Excuse me. Edge versus Undertaker. A very physical match. Uh, Undertaker, choke slammed it mean, could
0: get dirty, man. It yeah. could get hardcore.
1: And, it, you know, and when you're going up against another, it, I'm starting to see a theme now that I'm really dissecting my list of these you know, in their prime stars going up against the all-time legends. Mm-hmm. You know, Brock Lesnar, Rock, Angle, Rey Mysterio, that kind of thing.
0: I did not know that about myself. Right, yeah, yeah I just found that <laughs> out. Yeah.
1: But this one was another very physical match. I like those physical matches where yeah. they take it to the limit. I mean, Undertaker chokeslammed. Edge off the top rope through two tables onto the outside, nice, damn,
0: yeah, I don't see uh I was able to go back and like pick i I kind of my list I picked from like the top twenty or so matches that i that most people put on their list, and mm-hmm. then I watched those, so I wasn't able to like I didn't catch a lot of the summer slams over the last probably bunch of years just uh-huh. for whatever reasons, so to think back, I was like, oh so I didn't maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe some of these might have been on my list right and had more time but Yeah,
1: you know. It's okay. Not a problem. Yeah. Uh number 3 and this goes to the storyline more of the match more than the match I should say. Uh from 2000, the Triple Threat of uh Triple H versus The Rock versus Angle. Mm. This was great because you had the hottest star, you know, with the most uh uh build up and biggest push, The Rock. And you had, in my mind at the time, the best storyline with Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, and Great Kurt Angle. So you had this this cool dynamic of Stephanie, Triple H, Kurt Angle, and you know Kurt Angle kisses Stephanie, mm. and, and all that. But it centers around the world title, and here's The Rock, yes. this just mega star who's just thrown into this match, kind of. Right. But he's you know still The Rock, so everyone loves to see him wrestle. And they had a really good match, but I really liked it because of. The love triangle between well, yes. Triple H, yes.
0: Stephanie, and Kurt Angle. Absolutely, great storyline. Yeah, they yeah. That one out well. I right. was a big fan of that story. So line.
1: I really like that match a lot. Um, moving on, number two from 2000, uh, the TLC match.
0: Yeah, TLC one.
1: Uh, yeah, TLC one. I, I, I don't know if you can, if you really need to go into. Any more explanation? If you haven't seen it. If you haven't I seen it, you Google
0: it now. Right? Yeah, just, just great match. Yeah, Dudley's hit pause. Edge and Christian
1: hit pause on this show. Yes, and go watch that match, oh. and then come back, and you'll understand why that's number two. Dudley's in my book.
0: Edge and Christian, Hardys, in a match, a ladder match essentially, mm-hmm. but they also are, have tables and chairs everywhere. Right, and they're just oh, yeah. oh, just. I don't know how these people – it's shortened five years off of each of their careers, I'm sure. Their lives. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's amazing to see Christian still wrestling after a match like that. Mm-hmm. And then number one, my all-time favorite SummerSlam match. Uh, is there a drum roll? Uh, I'll just do it like this. Uh, Hopefully you yeah. can hear it. Number <laughs> one from 2002, Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. the heartbreak kid, making his return in a street fight versus triple H another match that had great buildup because if you remember triple H was trying to get Shawn Michaels to pick between raw and Smackdown and they brought back DX and I, I fell for it I thought DX was back and then triple H turns on him attacks him in the parking lot and then this match brought it you know a lot of people as far as uh you know The smart fan didn't know if Shawn Michaels could come back off of this long of a hiatus. Yeah, over four years. You're right, and and bring a good match. And he brought, in my opinion, the match of the night and one of the best matches in his his career. And that's saying something if you look at the catalog that Shawn Michaels has. went
0: nearly 27 minutes the match did. Yeah,
1: and it was great. And Shawn Michaels won, but then it even helped – Triple H's heel because after he won, he then hit him with the sledgehammer at the end the of the back, match. After you know, the back surgery. Right after, yeah, uh, you know, with the back surgery and everything, so it, it heightened Triple H's heel um, turn.
0: The whole kayfabe storyline too was that unsanctioned street fight. They didn't want to take any liability. right? And Shawn Michaels yeah. getting hurt. Yeah, and Just so sold it even better. that
1: was that was my number one Brutal. match because it showed that Shawn Michaels still had it. He's definitely one of the greatest of all times. It showed that Triple H as a heel is amazing and you know, he can definitely bring it as well. So I'm, I'm watching this
0: uh the other day mm-hmm. on my laptop going through these matches, and my son, six, comes around and sees that and he was like what is all that blood on his face in mm-hmm. Triple H? And he's like, how can he even fight with all that blood? And I was like, because he's that good. Right. He's the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? My son doesn't know anything. Like, he's into wrestling enough and everybody knows cena yeah and orton
1: you know what i mean like yeah like <laughs> six that's what i always say anytime side note anytime john cena pulls down his shirt and shows his back of you can't see me six. and then turns around and does his little thing i always say six because it's so stupid <laughs> but anyhow so to recap my list my top five favorite SummerSlam matches as asked upon by charlie in our email charlie Number five Charlie from 2002, <laughs> Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio. Yep. Number four, Edge versus Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, 2008. Number three, the triple threat of Rock versus Angle versus Triple H. Number two, the TLC match from 2000. And number one from 2002, Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid versus Triple H in a unsanctioned street fight. And with my honorable mentions being... Uh, Orton versus Christian which I think I hear the music right and uh rock versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE title undisputed title
0: yeah you, there is definitely a you've got established stars definitely all throughout here mm-hmm. absolutely with,
1: with the the they're back against the wall as far as the other yeah, wrestlers back against the wall can they prove mm-hmm. that they're either they still have it or do they can they prove that they still they have it, you know, just in general.
0: Well, in TLC, if that's not on everybody's top five list, you haven't seen it. You
1: if you I mean? haven't seen that match, you're not a wrestling even. Fan.
0: Even those series of matches, what they did the three of them, didn't they?
1: If you seriously, if you haven't seen that match, you're not a pro wrestling fan. Yeah,
0: you obviously don't know what you're talking about. You, you
1: are, yeah, you're a you're a sports entertainment fan, it, not it, a pro wrestling. fan. It really
0: was kicking in the Attitude Era, and like just what the new blood was doing, definitely. Oh, it was great! So was that's the that of. is
1: uh, my top five SummerSlam, and then I think after the break we're gonna get into yours. After the break we're gonna do mine. I like that a little bit different than yours, which is okay. Yeah, so this should be interesting
0: when we come back. Captain Awesome's top five SummerSlam matches on the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network.
3: The Fan, the biggest name in KC Sports Radio, Jim Rome. Give it a shot. You want something radical? Try that. Jim Rome is Sports Radio. Weekdays 11 till 2 on FM Sports Radio 102.5 The Fan.
0: Out there in podcast land,
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: oh, uh, the Valbowski, the big Valbowski, who
5: who really defined,
1: <laughs> you know, Valvina's gets shit on a lot for kind of his right. character, and he wasn't a great wrestler, <laughs> but when outsiders, and then when I say outsiders, I mean people Main- in the entertainment, yeah, mainstream yeah. media. Media, they always point to Val Venus as one of the characters that is ruining America. Yeah, yeah, you know, it yeah. was the NWO, DX, Val Venus, and Stone Cold. It was yeah. like, wait a minute. Like, Val Venus is a nobody. Three of those four are all-time greats. One of them, not so much. Yeah. But, you know, he was definitely recognized by the I mainstream just, media. You
5: always talk like this. Hello,
1: ladies. ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that
0: got him. So <laughs> we're talking top five SummerSlam matches. Charlie sent us an email, tableshow at gmail.com wants us to talk about
1: our top five SummerSlam matches and moments. Watch, which, thank you a lot, Charlie, and hopefully Charlie. we get more emails because this is always fun to interact with the audience. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> so,
0: I, too, have two honorable mentions. Let me hear them. One of them being Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect 1991 in Madison Square Garden. Ooh, that yeah. is very good. Great match if you've never seen this. Now, this is a technical wrestling match. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, just great. Of course, Kurt Hennig, you know, we can sing his praises all we want. The guy's amazing. Same um, with Bret Hart. This really started to kind of kick off Bret Hart's singles career. Yeah. So, this was on my, um this was on a lot of people's top fives, top three even. Um But I didn't get that. My other honorable mention, and don't laugh at me. I might. But it's because I remember it. I remember the storyline, mm-hmm. the build. I remember watching it later on a VHS tape uh of the, of the pay-per-view, 1988, the original SummerSlam, the main event, the Mega Powers versus the Mega Bucks.
1: No, that's great. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the Mega Powers, for as popular they, they were, they needed a great heel uh, to go up against, and the Mega the Bucks Mega were Bucks, them. The Mega Bucks, Andre the Giant and
0: Ted DiBiase. Yeah. With Bobby Heenan in tow. Yeah. Jesse Ventura as the special guest referee. Uh-huh. Before that... He's in a I got a brother love segment or something. Bobby Heenan comes out with Andre the Giant and Ted DiBiase. DiBiase says, "Look, it pays to you know, do business." With DiBiase starts stuffing hundreds into his jacket. Mm-hmm. Just stuffing hundreds. Of course, Virgil's there being the slave that he's supposed to be, handing yeah. him the money, mm-hmm. and he's just stuffing the hundreds in there. And Jesse's like, "Huh." Ah all right and even goes on later says like hey someone's to give me money i'm no fool never says i'm doing you know what i mean right. but so the whole controversy was eh, is jesse Ventura gonna screw over the mega powers mm-hmm. uh miss elizabeth takes off her dress and shows her panties
1: which Remember was that? you know eyebrow raising at the time oh, for yeah, sure.
0: 1988 yeah, oh yeah yeah you didn't see that yeah, before yeah. honorable mention
1: though. yeah it was a very good match
0: yeah i mean obviously not you, nobody's gonna put it in the Top five wrestling but matches all the time. But for
1: you, as far as being personal in the memory, yeah. When I I'm
0: really getting into wrestling right, and falling yeah, in love yeah. with wrestling, exactly. I'm a huge Mega Powers fan. That makes sense. The Mega Bucks, mm-hmm. yeah. My number five is in 1995 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon in their second ladder match.
1: Oh, yeah. It's the
0: rematch to their classic WrestleMania uh-huh. 10 match.
1: And it was just as good. Yeah, oh, yeah, very good. damn
0: good. I mean, these two knew how to put on a ladder match. Kind of propelled ladder match to mainstream status as far as pro wrestling. Yeah,
1: because sure. if you think about it, if they don't do well in the ladder matches, Vince could say, you know what? Uh, it's not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, people the, are going to
0: get hurt. What if somebody got hurt? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Oh, we're not going to do this. Leave that to the the hardcore. Right, and,
1: yeah. Well, at the time, it was the ECW yeah, right, starting right. to bubble up. Yeah, Let them so, have it.
0: So, had that not happened, no TLCs come along. Right, maybe. yeah. Maybe we don't have money in the bank.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's Shawn Michaels and Razor. Um, <clears> great match. Now, my number four... Is what you had, I think, number two? Number one. 2002, Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. Yeah. Down Sanction Street. Right,
1: from. yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: we talked back and forth about that, but I just, I watched it, and I told you my son was kind of like, whoa. Like, I mean, he was kind of mm-hmm. eyes peeled. That's how I know it's a good match, because he didn't care about those people who don't know who they are. Right. If he knows who Triple H is, he's like, oh, that that one guy in the back mm-hmm. in the suit? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was fun for him to see that. He was kind of like, Look at the blood on that guy. So it's just a brutal match.
1: Yeah, very physical and like you know, obviously Shawn for me, Michaels, just to show that Shawn Michaels still had it after all that time. That's why I love it. The guy
0: it. is one of the best to ever do it, if not the best.
1: I think he is the best.
0: Just story after story after story. Believable. In that match too, the four years after back surgery, the spot I love the most, Triple H knocks him down. He lands flat on his back and
1: pops up with his like jumping yeah. up standing
0: thing, and the crowd went nuts. Yeah. I mean, he went nuts. Right. I mean, he was just shaking. Like, and he has no,
1: and, uh, on top of the back surgery, he has no
0: ACL. Right. Time, you know? And he still does that pop-up. Yeah. I used to be able to do that when I was younger. I never have. And I tried it like, <laughs> uh, so I did it when I was like you know, 18, mm-hmm. 17, 18. I would do that at parties. as like a trick. I tried to do that when I was like, oh, I don't know, 24. I was just like, oh, I haven't done this in a while.
1: It hurts so bad because <laughs> they try and get it and right. you slam that down yeah. on the
0: ground.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing if you miss that. That is for sure. Ladies. Yeah.
0: Um, so that was my number four. It was in Uniondale, New York. My number three, London, England, 1992, SummerSlam. London, England, 80,355 fans in attendance at Wembley Arena Stadium. I forget which, you know, but a lot of people. Yeah. None of, none of, <laughs> Bret Hart. Versus the British Bulldog. Intercontinental Championship match. Main event. The IC title. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. The IC title. Main event at SummerSlam 1992 in London, England. In front of 80,000 plus fans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, the good story behind this thing is. Bret Hart literally says this later on in a, in a documentary. The Bulldog that summer had spent the summer drugged out. Like, just drugged out and burnt out. Brett said... He got there, and Davy had literally forgot everything he was supposed to do in the match. So Brett had to literally carry the match, the entire match, tell him impromptu as they're going along, and still made it as—WWE called this the number one match, I think. You're right, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, great chain-map-based wrestling. I watched it the other day. Oh, amazingly pulled off. I mean, especially considering Davy Boy drugged Yeah, yeah if was you knew true the true story, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Vince and Bobby Heenan on the commentary. I forgot how great Bobby Heenan was. I remembered how great Bobby Heenan was. But hearing it again, Mm -hmm. the guy's just great because they've got Diana Smith, who is Bret Hart's sister, Davy Boy Smith's wife in the crowd. And she's watching nervously the whole time. Here's her brother and her husband. Mm -hmm. And at one point, she's like gazing off at the ring. And Bobby Heenan says, she looking at me.
1: (laughs) 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 And Vince McMahon's like, of course not. (laughs) And he's like, I don't know, he's just smiling. (laughs) This is great. Bobby Heenan Uh. was great at going after the Hart family. My favorite Bobby Heenan line (laughs) is actually at a uh, Survivor series when it was Shawn Michaels and the Knights, I believe, Uh versus the Hart uh, family. And uh, I think it was either Owen or Brett tags in uh, Bruce Hart. And, and, you know, uh, Gorilla Monsoon, I Bruce believe Hart. it was. It's like Tito Jackson. Well, he's like, he's like, and here comes Bruce Hart. And Bobby Heenan goes, wait a minute, what's his name? It's Bruce Hart. You're trying to tell me they had nine months to think of a name, and the best thing they could come up with is Bruce? Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was great at going after the Hart family. There was
0: a Twitter account. I don't know if it's still up and active, but it was like, it was Bobby Heenan quotes.
1: Yeah, yeah, Heenan says. Oh, yeah. Heenan
0: says, yeah. Is it at Heenan says? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, man. It's great. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just read through those and I'd be like, that guy just got it. Right. Same kind of similar story. Like, backdoored himself into the business. Just started, mm-hmm. like, hanging around. Yeah. Talk to somebody, like, let me come in here and do whatever. Knock on just, a few doors. Yeah. Know, if you
1: don't stop knocking, you know, they'll Turn eventually the
0: greatest it. manager of all time, probably. I mean, yeah. put him or Heyman up, and that's a tough comparison. But I, Bobby Heenan, as far as, I mean, commentating, managing. Yeah. Just storylines himself was wrestling.
1: Right. We oh, put on the weasel suit,
0: you know. When people. Like to put him in the ring and let him get beat up was just—I mean, people, just people hated that guy. He just was great. He was, great. he was great. Great. Yeah. Oh, if I could, like, when I was a kid, even then, like, I realized like the guy was smart mm-hmm. and intelligent. Like, I was a big Hogan fan, and he
1: always dogged on Hogan, and I thought, man, I hate this guy, but. I Like, I got it. I was like, yeah. man, that guy. He's great. Oh, he's funny. Yeah, because he made, when Hart wrestled, he made the matches better. When Hogan wrestled, he made the matches better. And that was a perfect example with the Bulldog and Bret Hart. That was great wrestling, but the story of, you know, of that match was told great by Vince and, and Bobby Heenan. Uh, we share a number two. Okay. <laughs> Do we? Let me... <laughs> Yeah, we've only got one bathroom in here, and the breaks are quick. Uh,
0: the TLC match, TLC yes. number one, yeah. is our number two. Uh, it was the number two. Uh, just, I mean, we covered it. Great match. If you haven't seen it, you're not a real it, professional. Yeah,
1: it's a self-explanatory match. If you don't like that match, that's a that's a match that you show a non-wrestling fan. Like, look, this is why I like the, like pro wrestling. And You show yeah. that match, and they'll like it. Uh, Guarantee TLC. you.
0: Tables, ladders, and chairs. And a great storytelling, too. Fence, TLC. I right. Mean, like, oh. And the feuds up to then, I mean, like, yeah. just it had to come to this. Yeah. It had to come to this brutal wasteland mm-hmm. of just a death-defying, like, we're going to settle this now. Right. One of us is going to come out on top, mm-hmm. literally, up here, thing. The spots, it started off, I mean, just immediately they're throwing each other into chairs, mm-hmm. just hitting each other with tables. I mean, like, it just immediately started and never looked back. Just go, 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 go. Carnage. Fantastic match. My number one.
1: Let me hear it, Eric. My let number me do one.
0: It. 1994. Out of Chicago, Illinois. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart in a steel cage.
1: I like that. Number
0: one. Mm-hmm. Now, I normally don't like a steel cage match. Right. Because they're boring.
1: Hard to see. Yeah, I can see Hard, that. It's
0: just like... Oh, the guy's going up, but he's walking incredibly slow. (laughs) Yeah. Here comes the guy. These guys pulled off a steel cage match the way it's supposed to be. The guy would start to go up, and the guy's immediately on him. There was no, like, stalling, none of this. Quite possibly the best steel cage match of all time. And just these two got it. And the nice touch, I mean, they had the entire Hart family around, Mm -hmm. around, sitting around, like, front row. They'd back and forth to all of them. They looked crushed by having to watch this because this was – This wasn't like British Bulldog, Bret Hart, where they were both faces. Owen Hart was the king of hearts Mm -hmm. at the time. I don't know if you meant that because he won the king of the ring. He was the king of hearts. He was really getting into heel mode. And, I mean, literally this is probably one of the best steel cage matches of all time. Now, a fun spot to watch is they're both trying to escape out the door. As you know, steel cage match, climb over, get out the door. So, Owen gets Bret Hart down and he, like, leapfrogs over him and starts trying to crawl out the door real fast. Bret Hart yanks him back by his feet. Jumps over him, lands on mm-hmm. there, and he's trying to like army crawl his way out. Owen Hart does it, pulls him back, and then him again he jumps over him trying like they just traded that spot back and forth for a little bit and it was great. For me, like just the back and forth of it. The crowd was so into it, the family aspect around it. For me, like out of watching all these matches, that's the one that excited me the most to where I didn't want to look away as much. Because I was trying yeah. to do all the other things. Like mm-hmm. that one kept me glued. So that's why I put that one as my number one. So to break it back down. Number five Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon ladder match 1995 number four Shawn Michaels Triple H unsanctioned street fight 2002 number three Bret Hart British Bulldog in London 80,000 mm-hmm. fans number two TLC goes without saying it. number one Bret Hart Owenhart in the cage in 1994 Your list was a lot more post millennial and yes list.
1: yes yes and that the me the main reason why is because you know uh one, it's easier to remember because you know as you get older. <laughs> See, I don't remember much about 2000 <laughs> to 2003. Right. For so. me, though, it's it's easier to remember. And two, uh, you know, those guys that I mentioned are all-time greats mm-hmm. for me. You mm-hmm. know, Kurt Angle, Ray Mysterio, yeah. Edge, Undertaker, See, Shawn Michaels. Right about
0: this time, I might have included more of these now that like you're talking about. It, and I kind of mm-hmm. remember them, mm-hmm. albeit a haze. But 1998 to about 2003. I remember having some of the best times of my life
1: outside mm-hmm. of watching pro wrestling. But I don't remember having those times. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Like I don't remember I had controlled substances to abuse, right? I had priorities. You had priorities. I had my head on straight, man. I'm not just messing around wa- buying pay-per-views, man. So I remember those other ones from my childhood. Right. Remember, right? Yeah.
1: And there's so- definitely ones from my childhood that I re- like I remember the Bret Hart versus Owen Hart but I remember Undertaker versus Undertaker squaring off, and I was like, "Oh my God, Yeah. this Undertaker and that Undertaker, and now they're face to face. What's going on?" That you was know? interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So I remember those moments. But yeah. as far as matches and matches qualities, I remember post millennial a little bit better because I was a little bit older and I yeah. could appreciate it a little bit better.
0: Yeah, that's good. Well, that's our favorite. Top five SummerSlam matches. And
1: keep those emails coming. We'll we'll do a segment like this every time yeah. if, if it's if the worthy. the coming, why yeah. not? It's it a not? little more interactive, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to come back with our final thoughts, final segment. Yes. Break down our final thoughts on
1: the week. And I'm going to be pissed, just yeah. FYI. Well,
0: then I'll go first, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We'll let, you, <laughs> you, <you'll> let <laughs> you do your rant. So uh, we're going to come back and do that. Our final thoughts on the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. Wrestling fans, are you scouring the internet looking for places to buy your favorite wrestling-related merchandise? Well, look no further, because you can find all the wrestling merchandise you could ever need at ShoppersHideout.com. That's S-H-O-P-P-E-R-S-H-I-D-E-O-U-T.com. ShoppersHideout.com. At ShoppersHideout.com, you can find WWE and TNA replica belts, replica masks, life-size cardboard stand-ups of your favorite superstars and or wrestlers, T-shirts, pants, action figures, buttons, pendants, bracelets, and so much more. From superstars like CM Punk, Randy Orton, Triple H, The Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Edge, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, and many, many more. So what are you waiting for? Don't walk around town wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt? Log on to ShoppersHideout.com and buy yourself a Jeff Hardy t-shirt. And while you're there, get a replica of the WWE Raw Spinning Championship belt and wear that too. And then I can promise you that everyone you meet will be talking about you. And it's all because you shop at ShoppersHideout.com, your source for everything wrestling.
3: ShoppersHideout.com.
0: Yeah, I do the Shawn Michaels pose when I get out of the shower. I
1: like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? He's always called Mister uh, WrestleMania, yeah. but if you look at our list, he could almost be he's, called Mister SummerSlam too.
0: He is Mister Wrestling. Yeah, Mister Pro Wrestling. Right. He's just great. He is a great, and he's a sexy boy.
1: <laughs> who's singing that song?
0: Who is uh, singing that song. Please don't picture me doing the Shawn Michaels pose after the In
1: shot. one ear, out the other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're reserving that in the spank bank, don't lie. <laughs> so, our final thoughts of the week. We're going to have you go first. I came up with a storyline suggestion. Yeah,
1: I want to hear this. You didn't tell me it,
0: so I want to hear it. While I was watching the Christian versus Drew McIntyre match, I came away kind of impressed with Drew McIntyre. The guy sells well. He's okay. a heat magnet, mm-hmm. Right. He's a good worker. There's a reason they have him coming around. He's got a decent size to him, and he's got a decent look going right now with this three and B thing. I think you can make. What's his name here? What are we talking about again? We're talking um, 3&B. Heath Slater. Uh-huh. Heath Slater. Yeah, specifically three and B. You take three and B. You have Heath Slater. We're gonna make him a star out of this. Okay. All right? All right. Good. Good intercontinental run or something or U.S. title. Yeah.
1: Run. I mean, he's a good enough wrestler. Right. Yeah.
0: So you get I don't know the Wyatts or something. They go crush three and B like they've kind of been doing a little bit or did. Yeah. That one have them that beating them down a lot. Uh-huh. Make it even to a pay per view. Mm-hmm. I mean, just get them over. Have them destroying them to. I mean, we're gonna like it, so we're gonna cheer for it. But get the get the marks going, booing the Wyatts, and you kind of turn the three and B face off of this. Afterwards, you have them become that face group, the silly group, kind of like Tons of Funk. They're out there air guitaring with the crowd. They are making videos. They're out at karaoke bars. You get them over, right? They're the face theme, which is in them. I guarantee you, you have people out there air guitaring with the crowd. Oh, yeah. And a catchy Diddy song that they make it's a video easy. for, right? It's easy to do that, yeah. They're going to be easy. Then you have Heath Slater turn on them at one point and be like, I am through. letting these guys drag me down. Like, what do you got, Gender I mean, just lean into him. You know what I mean? Like, okay. just just lean into him. Right when they're at the peak of their face popularity. I mean, just have him come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you hinder gender. You you make him maybe put gender out. Now you've got maybe Drew McIntyre, face run. Heath Slater, heel. Heath Slater's going to go over. He'll, now you've built him to an established heel to take on maybe a face Intercontinental Championship. That was my takeaway from the week. That was of any merit other than just that's a very good. good,
1: Yeah, that's a very good storyline because then it kind of gets away from the stale 3MB gets beat up again. Yeah. Okay. you got to do something with them. Eventually, you know, he's the only one
0: I think that's ready to go on to something else. Right. Drew doesn't have a gimmick. Hinder gender just sucks.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of his. I mean, I would send him back to NXT to work on something
0: new. I'd even send Drew McIntyre back. You know, But I did, think you could use him to help this heel right. run of of uh, Heath Slater. Yeah. But I think in that gimmick, I mean, they're rocking out. They're doing all that. The crowd's <clears> loving them, And then they screw up a match or something, and he just snaps. Right. And he's like, it's my time. I'm the rock star yeah. around here. And I'm start playing that rock star gimmick. I mean, yeah. going everywhere, cooling everybody, you know, mm-hmm. like, who are you? You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah.
0: Heath Slater. Right. I think he's got it in him. He, he I'd could. like to see it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like that idea. It was very good. Yeah. All right. From so, what a- is
0: your final thought? Yours was a little more my, angry. In mine response.
1: is. Yeah, and mine's a little bit more broad than a than you know a storyline or a wrestler. Yeah. Mine. Uh, my final take is Spike TV, and uh, how you know they're a multi-billion-dollar conglomerate, and well, Viacom. It's really Viacom. Spike TV is just the channel they own, but Viacom, a multi-billion-dollar conglomerate. Right. Is really ruining both MMA and pro wrestling ruining both of them right by putting these MMA fighters in pro wrestling and then you see them in MMA yeah here's the thing for older an older audience like myself or like you Tim, we understand hey hey hey, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey we hey. Understand, we understand that pro wrestling is fake and MMA is real. We understand that however if you're 10 if you're nine you don't get that yeah right okay exactly because pro wrestling is telling you it's real it's real it's real yeah and then when you put in real fighters you don't know what's going on so here's my issue you need to stop blurring the lines and make it two separate entities because, like we said earlier, you're not creating new fans. Because if you love MMA and hate pro wrestling and Rampage or Tito goes over to pro wrestling, ha-ha, they're getting their money. Who cares? I'm not going to watch it. Right. And vice versa. Let's just hypothetically say Kurt Angle, if he was in you know the condition that he used to be in, could go over and fight – Okay, you might get a couple new people because now pro wrestling guys want to see an MMA fight. But if he loses, then you destroy his wrestling character. Right. So you're not doing anything for anyone except for blurring the lines. And that's bullshit. It's yeah. stupid and it's bad for everyone involved.
0: I, I don't mind. Like cross promote a little bit. Right. Hey, have him come out. Maybe do a quick interview or something. Here's what's going to happen. Over yeah. the Bellator. You know,
1: the way you but do it.
0: Go ahead. They're not paying back the favor. Right. They're not doing it for TNA. Yeah, They're not having TNA guys come out and talk well, about them. Well,
1: the, I mean, the way if you want to, you know, cross promote like you say, you have King Mo instead of wrestle. Go, you know who my favorite wrestler is? It's Samoa Joe. Right. Okay. Cool. I like King Mo. Then I will like Samoa Joe. If I'm a guy who likes both. Right. 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 You don't have them wrestle because one, they suck at wrestling. Two, if they get hurt, you're ruining their fighting career and now they're a shitty wrestler. So now they're just totally screwed. Right, they're done. So you're not doing any benefits for anyone because you're using this platform in a completely abusive way for selfish reasons, for hopefully a pop, and then that's it. Look, here's the difference. MMA is sports.
0: Wrestling is sports entertainment. It's different. It's not wrestling and fighting. It is, it's a... It's a damn choreographed fight. It's a ballet. It's like a circus act. It's mm. different. And it's they're a really, show.
1: And they're really screwing up right now, Spike TV or Viacom. I keep saying Spike TV because that's the channel, but Viacom owns it. They're really screwing up because in two weeks, Rampage is going to have a match. Let's hypothetically say he rolls his ankle. Guess what? He's the main event, for those who don't know. He's the main event of Bellator's first ever pay-per-view mm. against Tito Ortiz. He could be out of that fight. Yeah. What do you do then? Yeah, exactly. Just because you want him to wrestle. Right. Just because you thought... You it thought would, it would be cool. It would draw some attention. Yeah, you're going to... And then, what does he do then? Let's say he breaks his ankle. Yeah. He can't wrestle. Yeah. He can't fight. Can't do either. Now he's doing nothing. So you're ruining it and you're making the lines blurred because MMA, as my as I've told you before, is my favorite sport, right. is already fighting so many stereotypes of is it fixed? Right. You know, is it real fighting? Is it going, you know, and then when you put them in pro wrestling stuff. Now people are going, well, it's fake because I saw him win the match on Impact and he lost the match in Bellator. It's yeah. both you know, fixed. No, it's not. Bellator's real. Well, no, it's not because I saw him do this on right. Impact. Yeah. You're not doing anything for anyone. I absolutely hate it. It's horrible. It makes me want, honestly, to boycott TNA. I won't because I love pro wrestling they... that much. But man alive, I absolutely – ooh, I almost cussed. I really? absolutely hate what Viacom is doing to my favorite sport and my favorite television show we did, pro wrestling. We did
0: not play the audio of the Tito Ortiz reveal. As Let's play that. Because yeah. here
1: you go. You, you want to blur the lines. You want to you know make the TNA uh, show bigger with using an yeah. MMA start. No one cared. L- l- Made it worse it.
0: even because TNA just pulled off bad, too. So it's already right. bad, and then TNA pulls it off. Bad right.
1: Bad. Yeah. Listen to the crickets of this.
0: Yeah.
2: Raggy. August
3: 1 warning why Identity would, revealed Why would you say as the that MMA Yeah legend Tito Ortiz
0: He never said it it didn't show anything on the video board that this is August 1 You're he so just why did he, Yeah why did he assume So yeah we're just playing this cuz nobody cares Yeah and the two go crazy Yeah everybody's like hey, And it's Tito's parents hey, Is that that guy right. <laughs>
1: like, I mean just it was bad, poorly executed. Bad. He's not a good pro wrestler, so he's obviously nervous, and he doesn't really know what to do. He's going off of the instruction of probably Hulk Hogan or Kurt oh, Angle, gosh. and yeah, he's, two
0: solid guys that you want to listen to for advice, right?
1: You know, <laughs> and so he he doesn't know what to do, so he just stands there. Being Tito Ortiz crosses his arm, and now he looks stupid. Now you make Bellator look stupid. Now you make and Impact keep, look stupid, and you're just being stupid. And they keep stupid, 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 stupid. stupid. They keep.
0: Flashing everybody who's like, oh, I don't know what's going on, but then they keep going back to Rampage, like.
1: Because there's a real fight. Right.
0: Yeah. They're but gonna they have don't have a mention real, that. Yeah. They're going to have a they real fight
1: in November, but now are they going to have a fake fight oh, in Impact? And it's stupid. It's just and dumb. Like, it's not going to make me
0: buy that or watch that Bellator fight any more than, than I already was going to. Exactly. You
1: know, like, it's just not. The way you use them, if you want to use them, because I'm not, you know, Pro wrestling has a history of using entertainment and using it in the pro wrestling right. ring. You know, yeah. first WrestleMania had Muhammad Ali and all. SummerSlam 88,
0: they were showing packages for the next boxing match coming up. And they talked to the boxing guy out. and He was watching ringside. Right. They interviewed him. Prepped up hell, the fight. But hell, that was Monday,
1: it. Yeah, hell, Monday Night Raw. Last night just had – or Monday night had uh, the summer camp people and they did an interview. Right. That's the that's way – That's you, you do. That's the way you do it. Or you just have them walk out. You know what I mean? Be the be the uh, manager or something. You Even don't have you them wanna, wrestle, how about You don't this, need
0: to do it. How about this? you got a bar scene. Aces and eights out with the bar. They've got an MMA fighter with them. They run a main event mafia. He throws down a couple – you know what I mean? He comes out to their aid or something. A little bit like that, but you never put him in an actual match or something. Or you know I mean? build like a just, real
1: storyline around Right, that. like just – While they're something. an active fighter. Now, if they want to retire and you want to put them over in pro wrestling, okay, because now you actually have their full attention to really work and develop as a pro wrestler because, as we've seen, this just doesn't happen. You just don't become a great pro wrestler. And so no. it's just stupid. I no, hate it. You don't it's dumb (laughs) it this is all this Uh, is what's ruining both impact wrestling and bellator for me yeah now the way if you listen to the fight show live i really did like how tito ortiz was introduced as the mystery opponent for rampage at bellator right at bellator (laughs) for a real fight yeah but this is god-awful garbage
0: garbage yeah no i agree with you but that's probably gonna do it for us for this week huh man you feel like you got it off your chest, man. You feel you yeah, can take a breath. Uh,
1: yeah, I feel like I got it off my chest as soon as. and, soon and as, Disco
0: Inferno's not dead. I mean, you've just got your. Yeah. Your,
1: your, I'm feeling your better your about are myself. Shoulders relaxed. Yeah. Man. Now, <laughs> saying that, I know next week when they said Tito Ortiz is going to be back, I'm going to be pissed again. But, God, bless it. Yeah. Uh, it's as worse as Hornswoggle being on my damn TV. <laughs> it
0: is ruining your life. As the ass man takes us out here, remember to hit us up, tableshow at gmail at Table Show on Twitter, Facebook, table or Spanish announced Table Podcast. Jeez, uh, what else? We're all over the place, man. We're
1: all over the place. Uh, I got Fight Show Live. Fight Show Live Search also. Search it on Facebook, at fight, or it's Fight Show Live, and on then Facebook? at Fight Show 1025 on Twitter. Yes, all those
0: shows on the Trending Topics Network, trendingtopicsnetwork.com. If you're hearing this some other place, I don't know, smack whoever's putting it out there because they're <laughs> illegally doing it trendingtopicsnetwork.com unless you're hearing it on one of our Facebook pages or something but that's it man Spanish announce table number three Green Bay sucks Green Bay sucks Green Bay sucks gosh that's it Spanish announce table we'll be back next week for number four hopefully whatever town won't suck but I am the DV1 Captain Awesome for TMAC we'll see you next week on the Spanish announce table